Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Russ Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it's Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft Podcast presented by DraftKings. We love DraftKings and we love college football and we love this podcast because it's three podcasts for the price of one. I will tell you more about that a little bit later. Right now, just want you to know I'm Ross Tucker at Ross Tucker NFL on social media. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. He is the star of the show, the one and only Emery Hunt at F Ball Game Plan on Twitter, Football Game Plan on YouTube, and FootballGamePlan.com. Slash 2022 draft guide is where you should be to make sure you get the best and broadest and most in-depth draft guide in the galaxy. Emery is always everywhere every weekend. Saw him doing was it Morgan State St. Francis last weekend, Emery? Yeah, that was a good one. That was a fun one to do. <laughs> defensive battle, defensive battle. I'll say that. There you go. All right, so we got some big ones to dive into this week. Let's start with the Red River rivalry. It's Oklahoma and Texas. Oklahoma is favored by three. And I guess we should start with Oklahoma quarterback Spencer Rattler. You know, I got to be, you know, Emory, I don't watch every second of every snap, right? I just see how it's, it's just, to me, and I know one of our patrons, patreon.com slash RT Media, uh, Jason Montgomery, Tuckheads Jay, I, I don't know how he'll feel about this, but it bothers me that they were booing Spencer Rattler. Like, it feels like they've just gotten so spoiled at Oklahoma with, like, 40 points a game, Heisman Trophy quarterback, you know, number one overall pick. I, I don't like booing college kids in the first place. Secondly, I think some of these programs, some of these fans have just gotten so spoiled. Has he been that bad this year? And, and, and they're undefeated. You know, let, let's keep that in mind, too. Like, Oklahoma hasn't lost, I don't think. Um, and, and what sucks about it is the fact that you have a guy that, that's played well. He's had his ups and downs. And granted, that, that's going to happen to every college you know, kid. Everyone can't be, you know, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield. You know, it's, it's not sustainable. You know, you don't think those people at Oklahoma State wish they had Oklahoma's champagne uh, problems? 
Uh, so I, I don't think he's been that bad, but I think he hasn't been the number one overall pick type uh, player that many people projected him to be coming into the year. I didn't even see that last year. I just thought that people people tend to – you remember the old ESPN commercial, Chicks Love the, the Deep Ball? Uh, that's what people love on Twitter. They they love the, the deep passing game. So if you're a quarterback and you hit one deep ball, man, that clip is going to be shared all over draft Twitter. Everyone's going to be talking about, oh, man, look, it just do surprising. Look, look at this ball. Like you can't, and they go, they're going to over talk themselves into this guy being the number one overall pick. But I just think that he's a good player um, and probably should stay another year, obviously, to, to get better and improve his stock. And then maybe next year he could be the number one overall type talent. But right now, I, I just don't see him in the first round. And this, you know, it will be a hell of a projection to take him there in April. It's really interesting because, you know, he did a lot of good things last year. Some of these guys, man, I'm convinced it's like five-star in high school, then you go to Oklahoma, you play right away, it's almost like you got to play bad to not people have people think of you as a high pick. They just like assume you're like this high first round pick because you're a five star that starts early at Oklahoma. I can remember meeting him a few years ago. He and Sam Howe both played in the U.S. Army All American Bowl. Uh, very different body types and demeanors, by the way. Sam Howe had like a full beard. And if you would have told me Sam Howe was a fullback, I would have been like, that, you're darn right he is. He was like 6'1", 230, and thick. Meanwhile, Rattler was like, I don't know, I thought he was like 6'1". But he looked like, to me, he was like a buck 80, like really lean and uh, just extremely confident in his ability. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I don't know. I feel like they're both true juniors, man. They both, you know – seemingly just got there we are really quick to anoint and put these guys on pedestals i feel like are they really the best guys out there or were they armory all american bowl five star i I don't know i i but like i like so this week emory i'm doing um new mexico state at nevada Mm -hmm. uh and i'm looking at carson strong and his numbers he's legit man i mean he was mountain west player of the year last year I guess I wonder if these guys are really that much better than a guy like Carson Strong. And, and that's the thing, too, because you look at what we saw last year during the pandemic when uh, Nevada had the spotlight on them getting the CBS game uh, that 330 slot when they played San Diego State. And Carson Strong had the debut, his, his, you know, his coming out party, so to speak. But it was really Romeo Dowds that, that had the big day. And strong as someone, it's kind of like everybody else, man. Is if it's not going to be Rattler, then it's not going to be Howell, then it's going to be Strong. He can play, but I feel like people are forcing him in the, you know, into the number one overall pick talk because when he's pressured, he tends to get a little bit scattershot, and that's not a good trait to have. So I'm hoping in this upcoming game that you have, he can show a little bit more confidence versus pressure because that's all you're going to see at the pro level. Texas has a linebacker uh, that's gotten your attention, uh, DeMarvian Overshone. And it's going to be key for him because if he can make plays on both ends of defense, it's going to be huge for Texas uh, to steal some possessions away because we know Oklahoma loves to start off slow in ball games, and Overshone has shown to be a really good player on both ends, in my opinion. And I just think that he's the key playmaker 
on Texas's defense. A lot of people look at the secondary, but I think him playing uh, well versus the run uh, and in an intermediate passing area could help them win this game. I find this to be a fascinating matchup. So um, before we get to the, your pick for the spread, I got to ask you, I saw some people tweeting about this last week. They're saying uh, B. John Robinson is not eligible to go to the NFL draft this year, right? He's got one more year. Right, he's a true but, sophomore. But they're saying he's clearly the best running back in the country and will be a first-round pick next year and the number one running back off the board. Because they're saying there probably aren't any number one running backs or first-round running backs this year. I trust you with every position, but especially running back. He's that good, Emery? Like, I haven't watched him that much. He's that good? He's really good, man. He's got great speed. Uh, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. But the hyperbole on draft Twitter has taken over once again. You know, we got guys this year that are really dope, man. Isaiah Spiller, uh, Brees Hall. There's some really good tailbacks in, in college football. Uh, but, yeah, next year, B. John Robinson is someone that's going to be talked about as a first-round pick because he has what a lot of people don't have. It's that home run hitting speed that can go 80 on any given play. Who's your pick? Oklahoma's laying three. This is the hardest pick of the week, man. Um, I'm going to go ahead on and I'm a, I'm buying into Casey Thompson. I'm buying into B. John Robinson. I think Texas is going to get them this year. I'm taking Texas in the points. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think Texas is going to win the game, actually. Let's get to Michigan State at Rutgers. Rutgers had been playing really well until Ohio State took out some frustration on them on Saturday. Michigan State is laying five points. And speaking of running backs, you want to talk about both of the running backs in this game. Let's talk about Kenneth Walker from Michigan State. Yeah, he was a transfer that came in, I want to say from Vanderbilt or Wake Forest, I believe. It was Wake Forest. And, man, how good is he? Like, he has good wiggle he has good bursts. He, he, you know, he's someone that can bounce off defenders. Reminds me a lot of what you're seeing from a guy like David Montgomery for the Chicago Bears. Uh, and so when you look at Walker, you want to see him avoid some contact. But he has been the, the catalyst for this Michigan State offense that has looked phenomenal so far this season. On the other side, we've got, of course, the running back for Rutgers, Isaiah Pacheco. It feels like he's been there for eight years, you know, and, you know, he's a highly touted guy when they got him. He's someone that's a, a good mismatch piece, so he can win one-on-one -on -one versus backers. You want the football in his hands, and if Rutgers is going to win this game and pull off the upset, they're going to have to really feed Pacheco in this contest. I think there's the matchup. Uh, him versus those linebackers of Michigan State is where he can take advantage. I just like him. You know, he's a versatile piece in terms of, I like him with the ball in his hand. So find a way to get him the football. It may be a break in case and break glass in case of emergency situation within uh, with him uh, with regards to letting him return kicks or punts. I don't know if he does that, but this will be the game for him to touch the football in that manner. Who are you picking, Emory? Michigan State, man. I, I just want to see this party keep going. I want this to set up a big time matchup between Michigan and Michigan State. I think the Spartans will take care of business. Rutgers kind of let me down last week against uh, Ohio State. They should have pulled one out, I believe, against Michigan. Uh, that game was very close, but I just think Michigan State's just a little bit more consistent on both sides of the ball. 
Yeah, I kind of feel like Rutgers are going to bounce back. I don't know about that one. I'm, I'm a little bit torn on that one uh, between Rutgers and Michigan State. Let's get to a huge game. I'll be watching every second of it. It is a top five matchup. Penn State at Iowa. Iowa is laying a point. Um, both teams undefeated. Both teams have a number of impressive wins on their resume. Iowa destroyed Maryland Friday night. That was a tough watch. Penn State beat Indiana 24 nothing. Let's start. I'm very curious to hear what you have to say about Penn State linebacker Brandon Smith. I think he's fantastic, man. You know, he's been a big-time playmaker for Penn State uh, this season. And someone that's, you know, he's someone that uh, Iowa will have the key on because we know Iowa has a really good running back in, in Goodson. Uh, so, you know, this is someone, for me, Brandon Smith, that will need, a, I say, three impactful plays. And, and not just good tackles. I'm talking about force fumble, a sack, uh, you know, a big-time hit. He's going to have to be the, the tone setter for Penn State. I really like watching him play. I think he's a fantastic backer. Yeah, so he is – I watch every snap Penn State plays. He is extremely physically gifted. I mean, he's close to 6'4", 245, runs very well, very physical. This is his first year playing kind of in the box mm-hmm. at, at their will position. He had been the Sam, kind of walked out on the slot playing in space last year. So he's still getting used to, I think, the blocking schemes a little bit. You know, having blockers come at him from both sides, being in the box. But um, when he sees it, when he, especially when he's in space, when he can see it and run and hit, he's very good. I'd like to see him uh, key and diagnose a little bit quicker, and I'd like to see him get better at, at, at disengaging from blocks. Uh, but he certainly has the physical ability. I can't believe we're about to talk about a wide receiver for the Iowa Hawkeyes after what I've seen Goodson do this year. I am surprised, almost disappointed by you, Emery. You're not <laughs> going to talk about Goodson? But I don't even know who Charlie Jones is. Uh, he's someone that that is on the scouts' radar. Uh, they like his savviness. They like his ability to play special teams. He's someone that's that can make the clutch catch, and I think he's an underrated player. You know, he's not he's not one that a lot of people are talking about. And I believe Goodson is a junior. Um, so I kind of wanted to give someone that's a senior a little bit more love. But uh, you know, you look at Charles Charlie Jones and what he does, he may not be the the household name within this offense, but I guarantee in this game, he's gonna come up with one of those clutch plays on third down or inside the red zone that you'll be like, wow, that was a huge play that Iowa made. And who the hell is his wide receiver? But he's someone that's definitely on the scouts radar. You know, you brought him up, I think, a couple weeks ago, but that Van Valkenberg or whatever his name is, he is good. The kid from D2, he is good. Yeah, from Glenville State, man. It's like, yo, what was in the water out there that allowed him to sprout up like that and then grow? That he was, you know, he was at Iowa and people just kind of forgot about him. It's kind of like the uh, Van Ginkle situation at Wisconsin when he was at uh, South Dakota. University of South Dakota, and then transferred to Wisconsin. People forgot when he was at South Dakota, he was dominant, double-digit sack guy. Then he transferred, I believe, to Iowa Western, and then found his way out to um, uh, uh, Wisconsin. So this is another Van Valkenburg is another really good defensive end prospect, draftable guy as well. 
Who do you like with Iowa laying the point, Emery? Is this game at night? I know I said it last week. And I added Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Oh. I'm going to go with Iowa again, man. That's close. It'll get dark soon. That's why Iowa start turning it on. So I'm going to say Iowa will win this one straight up. This is a very good game, man. It, it, this could be the Sean Clifford game. If he steps up and plays uh, really good, in this game, they'll have the upset, and they can solidify themselves going to the playoff. But I feel like Iowa just finds a way in any one of the two fast, three facets of the game. They'll win two of them, and I think that's how they'll win. Yeah, I think Iowa's very good. I, I, I'm with you on Iowa. Um, I, every time I've seen them, they've looked awesome. Uh, UConn and UMass. UConn hasn't won in years, literally, and yet they're favored by three points. I wanted them to beat Vandy. I mean, the last two weeks, man, they've been right there against Wyoming and against Vandy. Haven't been able to get it done, unfortunately. Uh, Now they're playing UMass. They're laying three. And you like UConn's offensive tackle, Ryan Vandemark. Yeah, he's someone that's excellent. When you talk about him and and Jones, the defensive tackle, Vandemark is is tremendous. And he's a senior bowl guy. He'll, He'll end up, I believe, in Mobile. Uh, he's one of the lone bright spots along that offensive line, and probably a reason why they've been finding ways to run the football. Mensa is a good running back, too. And so, you know, they're running right behind Van Vandermark. And I think he's going to have, you know, a huge impact on this game in terms of allowing UConn to win this one outright. I, I chose this game because it's a troll game, uh, but I feel like UConn can get his first win against UMass. It's a what game? Troll game. You, you know how reason why I picked this game. Both these teams are winless, Ross. Like, this is the pillow fight of the week. So I am going to go with UConn because they've shown some fight, man. The last two weeks, it probably should have been two victories. UMass has started to score points, but they just can't get out of their own way and, uh, you know, to give up the big play. But I think UConn wins this one in the former Yankee Conference battle. Remember that conference in the FCS? Yes, I do. And, uh, Man, I don't know why though both these teams are so bad. I, I don't get it. They they should be able to get you know some of the second best kids up there in New England after Boston College. I I don't get it. Anyway, um, maybe there's just not enough speed up there. His name is Emery Hunt. You got to check him out on social media at F Ball Game Plan Football Game Plan on YouTube footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide emory terrific stuff as always anytime ross emory might be done i'm not done i still have three things i need to tell you guys about first of all please check me out if you can new mexico state at nevada on saturday night 10 30 p.m eastern time cbs sports network so it will be tuck at 12 It'll just be the other 12. Rather than noon, it'll be midnight. Also, October's fall car care month. What does that mean? That means AutoZone is here to help you with your car's oft-forgotten upkeep and cleaning. Prep your ride this fall and help your vehicle be at its best for the fall season and the winter. Look, I've said this on the Ross Tucker podcast, even money. Fantasy Feast, I am a huge believer in taking care of your car. What's like the old expression like take care of uh, Dan Marino, Isotoner Gloves, 
take care of the gloves that take care of the hands that take care of you. How about this? Take care of the car that takes care of you. Tune-ups are not only for your car, but they also boost a little confidence in you as well. Be loyal to your car as it helps you get back on the road safely. Getting the tune-up you need could not be easier. So this fall car care month, show your car you care and start by shopping your way at AutoZone.com. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. That's my new thing. I like to do like their uh, their their tagline, like with the actual tempo to it. Speaking of tempo, I said this earlier. I'll say it again. This podcast is three podcasts in one. We've got the NFL prospects. So it's an NFL draft podcast, Rattler, Brandon Smith, etc. We also have the college football podcast, giving you four games, breaking them down. And then, of course, the college football gambling podcast, which is awesome. Love, love, love all of those factors. And we can get three podcasts in one. And I love people that overcome the odds. I love people that rewrite the playbook. I love people that deliver under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victories all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. Love it. Thank you, Visa. Love small businesses. Love all of you. Even Money Podcast will be out a little bit later. Did the Power Rankings Tuesday on today's Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Other than that, the keg is kicked. We are all tapped out. Thanks for listening to the College Draft Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and the Business of Sports. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.